From sheisconference.org and Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania, you're listening to the She Is Community Podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the She Is Community Podcast. My name is Katie. Hi, Kim. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Glad to be back. Yeah, we're so excited for another episode. We are continuing our Rhythms series, and ladies and gentlemen or men, (laughs) depending on how many of them there are. My husband. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We are really excited today because we have a guest. Yes, we do. So we're always excited when we get to bring someone onto the podcast just to be able to have a conversation and and talk about things um, that we see are common or what's going on. And it's just another way to be in community. Um, So I would like to welcome to the podcast (laughs) um, Dr. Jeannie Santoro. Hello. Hi there. (laughs) Um, So Jeannie is a chiropractor here in town. Um, So Jeannie, I would love for you to let our listeners know a little bit more about you. Okay. Well, I am originally from Indiana, Pennsylvania. I practiced in Pittsburgh for 15 years and moved back here in 2010 and practiced um, as an associate somewhere and then opened up my practice in 2014. So it'll be nine years soon. Okay. So, awesome. A little bit of math there. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you did it because I don't do math. <laughs> I avoid it at all costs. Um, so uh, what drew you to chiropractic medicine? Well, my family went um, routinely for maintenance health care. We just went um, regularly once a week and saw the benefits of it. My mom's a nurse. My dad was a science teacher. And it just made a lot of logic sense to me. And at an early age, at 13, that's what I knew I wanted to do. And mm. so um, I needed to finish junior high first. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's, I went to IUP and then went to chiropractic school and um, yeah, started practicing in Pittsburgh. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. I love it. I love to hear stories about people who knew what they wanted to do at an early age yeah. and they're doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, well, I would love to just, um, you know, we're doing this rhythm series. So we want to talk about health because that's something that's extremely important. Um, but I did, I was scrolling through your website before you came here and there was something that caught my eye that I wanted you to expand on. And it was a quote that you had written, (laughs) but it said, chiropractic is not a job. For me, it's a calling to serve. Um, Can you just expand on that a little bit, what that that means for you? Uh, I've I've found throughout the years that no matter where I am, what I'm doing, I'm helping people often through chiropractic Mm -hmm. and in one way or another. And and so it's just helping people. If, if I see a need that I can fulfill through what I know to do and help, then I'm going to do it. I had one person come up and say, do you remember when you adjusted me on the coffee table? And I'm like, mm, no, but it sounds like something I would do. Yeah. You know, we were in a small group and that's what happened, you know. Uh-huh. So um, awesome. it's not all the time and not recommended, but yeah. it's, it is how I roll. Okay. So, yeah. That's really neat. That's so funny. <laughs> Guys, go to safe spaces to have, you know, right. don't do this at your home. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I know that, like I said, we want to talk about health. So um, Kim expressed just the the heart that you have for women who come into your office just feeling exhausted. And Mm -hmm. um, that's a common conversation that you have. So um, I don't know, does that, how does that come up? Is that just a conversation and and talking with them? Or or why do you think it's something that's so common right now? Well, 
it, it's been people have been coming and telling me that for for years, really. Um, and and women talk about their bodies and how they feel much more than men. Men are very, very <laughs> different. They have a very short list of things that they'll come to see a chiropractor for, and it's a finite list. But women, it's endless. Um, and when lately, over the past couple of months, I've had women say the same thing. They'll come to me generally when they are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and say, I'm broken, and I've never taken care of myself. And they realize that that's, that's the problem. Um, you know, women are exhausted for a lot of reasons. Um, because we are nurturers, we are caregivers, it is in our nature to do so. But mm-hmm. um, they, there's a guilt um, and shame about wanting to take care of yourself um, and needing to. And so um, I, there were, when I realized that this was what happening almost daily, I then said, okay, God, am I supposed to do something with this? What in the world? And then literally the next two patients said the exact same sentence. I'm like, okay, mm. it really wasn't a fleece I was laying out there, yeah. but but it, it kind of was, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. so then I just sort of, I, I came to Kim and just told her that what I've sort of discovered and have just been open to, all right, what's the next thing? So I guess the podcast is part of this. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember sitting um, across a cup of coffee at Commonplace with you, just hearing your heart. And, um, you know, I love so much that that chiropractic isn't just your job. Um, you really, truly care for the people that mm-hmm. you are that are coming into your practice. And I've I've been one of them I've been a recipient <laughs> of um, your giftings. And, um, and so I just hearing your heart for the women, um, you really body, soul and spirit mm-hmm. is, is you're concerned about the whole person and how you can say yes to God and, and helping with the whole person. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially with what's in your hand and, um, yeah, so I just I want to say thank you, you know, for uh, being willing to see women, for being a, like not physically see them, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank you for like being willing to see them as in like really listening and mm-hmm. in, tuning into what they're saying because it would be easy to kind of every single day to hear those things and kind of switch it off. Um, and just kind of it be the mundane, it be the ordinary, but instead you tuned in to seeing a pattern that you were hearing of women saying, I'm broken. And, and I told you the same thing, and I hear that mm-hmm. all of the time, mm-hmm. you know, women saying how exhausted they are. And, you know, I was telling Katie earlier, it doesn't matter if they are a stay-at-home mom or if they're a CEO or if they are a student or if they, like, no yes. matter what, they do right for a living or um women are saying i'm exhausted i'm tired and regardless of the season of life yeah it's yeah pretty universal Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so Hmm. thank you for what you do yeah um so this is coming from someone who's never had the experience of going to a chiropractor (laughs) (laughs) um so when you when women say this, do you get to have a conversation with them about it? Or is it just like them saying, this is how I feel. And then you go about doing what you need to do. Or like, do you talk about it more like intensely with them or anything? Or is it just kind of, they say it and moving along or. Well, I do 
I do um, when they open up like that. There's there's usually a need. I mean, obviously, and yeah. so I do try to tune into that. I do see a, a lot of people within a day, but each person is individual, and they get mm. f- all of me for the few minutes that they have. Yeah, and so I do try to really connect very very personally, and so I will. So we'll talk about it for like, okay, so, you know, what's your stress level? What's your, what's, what's going on right now? What do you do to take care of yourself is usually mm-hmm. my next question. And then they look at me like nothing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a problem. I understand it. I was there. I had someone ask me that question and it was a pivot point in my life. And so um, there've been just different ones. Some I have to like argue with, um, no, you must take care yeah. of yourself. It is okay to take care of yourself. It is not sinful. It is not selfish. Um, we talk about Sabbath rest. We, mm-hmm. I mean, like this is this is godly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, d- depending on what they're where they are in their faith mm-hmm. and where how, what words I use, I change my language if I need to. Um, yeah. But honestly, some of the sweetest older patients I've had have had been the bigger arguments. Okay. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. So just mm-hmm. more set in their ways. Yeah. yeah, and that it is completely selfish to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to the point of going to too many doctors or going to exercise. It's just a waste of time. I could be doing something else that's much yeah. more productive. And mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're wrong. I love you, but you're wrong. Yeah. I respect you, Mrs. So and So, but uh-huh. no. <laughs> yeah, because you as a chiropractor. Um, you physically lay hands on people <laughs> and use your tables and such mm-hmm. to, to um, do adjustments and those type of things. But you feel the stress in mm-hmm. a person's body, mm-hmm. like the toll that stress can take on in a person's physical being. And um, not only do you feel it, you see it, you you hear it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, But you had your own journey with coming to this place. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, yes. So it's kind of a long story, but I'm going to make it short. So (laughs) I practiced in Pittsburgh and had no intention of leaving. And um, then um, a a doctor asked me to come to Indiana and um, do that – you know, make a practice and with them, and then that didn't work out well. And then I opened my own practice, and that was quite the quite the process. Um, and so that I really wasn't trying to open up my own practice all on my own, but that's what ended up happening. So mm-hmm. it was just sort of uh, pretty traumatic on a variety of levels. And so then it was starting a practice from zero, and pretty quickly got to a point of burnout Mm -hmm. um, um, within just a couple of years and realized, oh, dear, I can't continue like this. And um, not to get too terribly graphic, but I needed an emergency uh, female procedure, and nothing takes you out of commission quite like that. (laughs) And um, it was December and you don't schedule surgeries in December normally. And so, um, you know, I was really decided, okay, here I am. I went back too soon and it wasn't good. And I'm back in bed again for a couple of days. 
thinking, what in the heaven's name am I doing to myself? I can't Mm -hmm. literally help anyone if I am flat on my back. I have to start taking care of myself and literally from that day said, I'm not working Fridays anymore. I'm going to take care of myself Friday, Saturday, Sunday so that I can be full on Monday through Thursday. And it's literally been the best decisions I've made Mm -hmm. and was actually busier now that was, which was certainly not the point that I was trying to do <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, quite the opposite, really. Um, but that's my ways and God's ways are very different. <laughs> um, so, um, but because I'm better and more full, I can give more to others in a variety of ways. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, I answered your question. No, I feel a little absolutely. rambling, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Ha, um, what? How old were you when you kind of came to that realization? I think about 43, 45. Yeah. So right in, right in my target of <laughs> what I found of others, I'm right there. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, when it just happens so easily, um, you know, okay, raising children, I have children, and, you know, we're trying to teach them as parents how to be independent and really take care of themselves, literally. Mm -hmm. Um, But they resist us all the way along, whether it's trying to eat broccoli or go to sleep (laughs) or wake up or brush your teeth. Like, those are the things. It's self-care, and it doesn't come to us. It's it's a discipline. It's uncomfortable. It takes work. You'd rather play or rest or do something else other than have that discipline. Um, In your 20s, you know, oh, you're free from your terrible parents. And so you get to be, (laughs) you know, doing it your way. And so all those things happen and decisions Mm -hmm. that you make. And then, you know, maybe, maybe you're then in your 30s and you're having kids and and you're not sleeping because of that. And, Mm -hmm. and that's all totally normal. But then there's maybe another kid and another kid. And then it's a whole decade that's gone past that you haven't even slept. Yeah. So it just it goes by so fast, and you just have to use that intentional um, time and energy, really from the beginning. So hmm. yeah, I think sometimes we think we're superhuman. I I think a lot of times we think we're superhuman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I think that we think we can do all of the things, right? And we can live exhausted, and we give all of the excuses as to why we can't stop and why we can't rest. And maybe maybe all of the things are things that make us come alive. Like maybe all of the things are the things that bring us a lot of joy and happiness. But our bodies, we are still human beings. Yeah, quite finite. <laughs> and, and we still come to a point that our bodies say, you have got to rest. Mm-hmm. And and it's a forced stop. And mm-hmm. that's what you see so often, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It comes in a variety of ways. And it's and we're physical, emotional, spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. And each piece of that uh, is affected um, with the physical. The others happen. And with the other, you know, it just, you can't affect one and not affect the other. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and when you neglect those pieces... Um, the other pieces get neglect as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm I'm just thinking back to kind of something you said earlier about you giving people permission, like, hey, you're allowed to take care of yourself, and I think that's something that 
it's so hard to give ourselves permission to do things because there's mm-hmm. always something, right? Like the to-do list mm-hmm. or our jobs or no matter what season of life we're in, whether that's being, like you said, a student, stay-at-home mom, a working professional, a grandmother. Like there's always going to be someone or something that needs your attention. Mm-hmm. And we are the worst at saying, okay, I, that sounds really mean. But we're not great at saying, hey, you need to... Like, how many times will I listen to a friend that says, hey, why don't you take some time off? Whereas for me to do it, it's like, whoa, I can't do that. <laughs> but oh, wait, yeah, I can do that. You know, it's yeah. just it's just um, I don't know. It's mind blowing to me how. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly up until then, I can't recall anyone telling me mm-hmm. to take care of myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what I mean, because when it was a massage therapist asked me what do you do for self-care? I'm like, well, I got adjusted and I did go to the dentist. <laughs> it really isn't enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it really isn't enough. And and I'm thinking, no one's told me to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. It's do more, serve more. And and it, mm-hmm. it more isn't better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it really isn't. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's been, it's really cool, too, because, I mean, like I said before, we're in this series, this rhythm series. So we've talked about spiritual practices that will help, you know, that will feed us and take care of us. But also we talk about having fun and yeah. self-care in that way, too, and, and what we can do um, just to, like like I said, create these rhythms that aren't just routines, but they're actual rhythms that, you know, the days that we don't do them, we just feel a lack. And I think that's so important, like with self-care and our health is like, okay, if I'm putting these rhythms in place, the time I get out of that, like I feel like I'm lacking something. Um, So I think it's just really neat, you know, how these are all just really feeding into each other, really, of the importance of good rhythms and and what that will truly do for us. And, And I feel like not just for us, but those around us too. I mean, I feel like I say sorry a lot more when I'm not taking care of myself because I'm just saying things that are hurtful or I have a horrible attitude um so like any like you know relationships struggle because I'm not taking care of myself and um just what flows out of us when we truly do take time to to rest to be in the word to spend time with Mm -hmm. God to be in community to have fun to take care of our bodies um and just the importance of it Mm -hmm. I was thinking of the past well last week um I was trying to get a visual I couldn't really do it but it's sort of like a feedback loop a positive feedback loop but between when you are taking care of yourself you're taking care of others and in doing so you're serving the lord and as you take care of yourself you can serve the lord and serve others and it's just this positive it just keeps looping and circling back Mm -hmm. so that you're working within your your calling your giftedness your purpose um more efficiently Mm -hmm. yeah so absolutely Mm -hmm. well and like we talked about on our sabbath podcast like god literally gave us a blueprint like you you need to rest and i give you permission to rest Mm -hmm. i i think even in our um our spiritual journeys we feel like we have to strive um with him and we have to strive in relationships we have to strive at work especially living in the western world we are taught you must strive you must achieve and we translate that to every everything that we do from family to friendships to god 
you know? And so I love that you said, cause I don't, I don't know that you hear very often from, you're a successful chiropractor. I don't know that you hear very often from, um, professionals. I take a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. 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 And we're hearing that from you today. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was really nervous about it. <laughs> um, I didn't know what people were going to think. Um, I didn't know how it was going to affect my practice. I didn't know would people think I'm being selfish. The whole, mm-hmm. the whole, all yeah. of those things. And, you know, people were really quite the opposite. No, that's really good. You, you need to do those things. And some of it's selfish, but like, you take care of you because you're taking care of me. It's a little... <laughs> Do whatever you need to do. Just come back good. Uh (laughs) Uh That's great. Well, and what I heard you say earlier was you put these things into practice and now you're even busier. Like, which is like God's blessing on those four days that you've said, I'll work these four, but I'm going to to make sure in Sabbath at least one day and then uh, as a wife and a mom I know you have like right. <laughs> your work doesn't end no. and so on the other days you're doing work yeah. for your home and those right. kind of things but um but God blessed that mm-hmm. so I do think it's yeah. our mentality of like well what if I give up a whole day mm-hmm. and am I gonna get it all done and and Will I have the finances to to do it? And will I? And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he will meet you. Yeah, yeah. I was so. I was taught various different business principles from a, a a man I worked for years ago, and you know his his plan is that you know you should be working and open six days a week, and including Saturdays, and mm. there are all these rules of how it has to be done, and it just doesn't. It just doesn't. God's God's sovereign over all of that, and mm-hmm. yeah, He's the one that makes it all work out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not perfectly. I'm, I am not. <laughs> I don't have it all figured out. But um, yeah, I was obedient in that way, and yeah, He did bless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one conversation I have with especially young moms, um, and I'm sure you see a lot of young mothers mm-hmm. um, that are bringing their kiddos to you or coming to you themselves, but, um, they're one of the most exhausted group mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. people that I know. I, re- I remember mm-hmm. toddler years. I remember the exhaustion. Um, but one thing I hear from them so often is I am exhausted. I'm not taking care of myself. And I also don't ask for help. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That's like, the key. Because they feel guilty about all of it. Mm-hmm. They feel guilty about taking time for themselves. They feel guilty about asking for help. Mm-hmm. And and there's a control Absolutely. factor it's there. Pride. It's pride <laughs> like, when you get to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And so. Yeah. Yeah. So what, 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 um, like if you're talking, let's say, to a 20-year-old, mm-hmm. what's your... What is your ad, health tips and advice to a 20-year-old? Like, let's go through kind of the, okay. the decades a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I said go to bed earlier. Um, yes, you can go on three hours sleep, but it will come at a cost. You are mm-hmm. young, um, and you can run on less sleep. True. But you'll be sick next week if you do that too many days in a row. Um, mm-hmm. Get more sleep. Um, 
eat more healthfully, mm-hmm. um, um, exercise. Um, the, um, I was an overachiever type A, so I worked, <laughs> worked, worked, worked. Um, um, I think people now in their 20s certainly have more fun. Um, the fun part is built into the, mm-hmm. the, the culture of things, so um, that is good. Um, but just being aware that you aren't invincible because mm-hmm. it all comes at a cost um, as far as even just like vitamins that you take and what, what your food has and just eating better food. Uh, you can eat garbage and be thin and not have acid reflux when you're 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you're 40, mm-hmm. it's very different. Um, and so just those different habits, getting into good habits those ways, simple things um, mm-hmm. really is, is, you know, go to the chiropractor is obviously <laughs> going to be on my list. Um, I, I, people come in, there's like this little problem, like, I can help you. This is just very simple couple of weeks then you're on maintenance it's all good everyone would come at 22 yay (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to 82 and then it's a lot of work and there are some things that are permanent so um just being aware that your body is not always going to be and feel and act like it is when you're in your 20s is a hard concept for people in your 20s Mm -hmm. you you can't see the future Mm -hmm. you 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 can experience and understand from the back yeah Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So then, like, what, 30? Katie's about to be 30. <laughs> so what, what in the – why would you do that? It's, it's the, true. The 30s it's true. were – I loved my th- – I hated turning 30. I really did. Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah. But then my 30s were some of my best years. Okay. So, but um, – and then 40s have been really fun. But, uh, yeah, to – yeah, what do you say? So some <laughs> advice for Katie As heading into like... her 30s. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, I mean, more of the same, but, like, um, uh, talk, uh, relationships. So, like, having a good group, a good peer group um, that you can really iron sharpens iron so mm-hmm. that when they see you doing something that – isn't that in your best interest whatever that I mean that's open-ended um um that they can really um pull you in and say nope you're derailing over here Mm -hmm. um I think that's that's really really key um um and and being you know saying you need rest um and and that you need you know you need downtime or because you you do you still you're in the prime of everything Mm -hmm. um and really the sky is the limit but we are limit, <laughs> limited, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, and so, you know, and just looking at the future always, but being present now. So it's just sort of a both, mm-hmm. a both and. So yeah. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. These good tips. I feel good right? about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And asking for help. That's. Yeah. I think you really touched on that. I think that is the the key to um, when you need help. You don't. We all need help. We don't know everything. We, we've never not experienced everything. And mm-hmm. just um, regardless of the stage of life or season that you're in, we all need one another. And that's why community is so important. And um, in, in all, the fa- you know, all the facets of life. Yeah. Um, and so asking for help 
when you know you're drowning, when you know that you're exhausted, and you know you're a mess, like, say, I'm a mess and I need help out of this mess, mm-hmm. whatever that mess is, whether it's financial or personal or kids or your house or whatever it all is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much freedom in asking for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and and taking the time to go do the things to take care of you. It was in my 30s that I, I decided – like, okay, I'm going to go and do the things to, to take care of myself. Like, yeah. I'm going to go figure out why I'm in pain all the time. I'm mm-hmm. going to go, like, physical pain, you know, all the yeah. time. I'm going to go yeah. do those things. I'm so grateful I did. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that I started that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been a journey, but right, it was in my 30s that I learned, okay, I really do need to implement sabbath into my life Mm -hmm. and it was a journey with that too but um you know yeah and then 40s is kind of already touched on that what would you say to the to the older generations that that really do believe it's not okay to get help for anything yeah um i i really feel like it's just a it's a um earning earning your way in, um, earning, uh, I don't even know how to say it right, but um, that you can be so self-sufficient um, and that you get so much, you do get joy out of serving others, but um, you do need to um, realize that that you have to put time and energy into your car <laughs> mm-hmm. for it to continue to journey down the road. Mm-hmm. And so you need to take much more care of the only body that we have um, that is the temple of the Holy Spirit that um, we do only get this one life and replacement parts are not at all original equipment Mm -hmm. and um, or cheap right (laughs) right (laughs) right and and you yeah you know you either pay it this way or you pay it another way and if it's McDonald's hamburgers you know in your early years it's going to be diabetes and all of the consequences to that later um mm-hmm. if, if you don't have you know good joints and you keep ignoring them they're going to wear out and you're going to have to replace them and they're not the same um yeah. and so mm-hmm. um there are a lot of different things you know supplements are, are a big part of my practice and and there are a lot of even better resources um around town for for functional medicine and, and, and good nutritional care. So that's, I go to someone to tell me to take the supplements that I sell at my own office. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so like, that was my appointment yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, just because there, she's more of an expert in that area. And so mm-hmm. like, help me. And, you know, she's like, okay, well, you're really dialed in in these like five ways. Let's try this other thing. Cause you're kind of doing stuff right, you know. So mm-hmm. um, that's 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 how I'm doing it. Um, I take an entire bowl of supplements every morning, <laughs> just so At that I can. At least it's not like do things prescription right. meds, yeah. right? You know, right. It's so that I don't have to, and so yeah. that I can keep doing what I need to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 
literally physically <laughs> doing all the things. So, um, you know, exercise. I, you know, uh, one of the things I did with my day is I on Fridays I go and have a trainer, and it's that accountability. Um, I'll not do it at home when I, I certainly know how to do things yeah. myself, but I'll not miss my Friday appointment because I have an appointment with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. another thing that is that it's helpful and keeps me accountable. Yeah. Um, so those are, I don't know, those are just some of the tips and tricks. Um, water. We have water sitting here. <laughs> like, that's so important. There's a whole book written that's called you're not sick, you're just thirsty. And all wow. of the ways, every uh, system of the body, um, from your eyes to your skin to your digestive system to pain to muscle spasm, um, is about hydration and proper hydration. Mm. So, like, that's a big thing that I'm talking about all the time. You can ask my dad. It doesn't matter what, <laughs> what complaint he has. How much water did you drink today? <laughs> How much coffee did you drink today? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just all of it. Um, it's just really, really important. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. We really did. We covered through, and it's about creating a good foundation to set yourself up for, like, just yeah. a healthier, a healthier life as you get older. Um, but and you even touched on it. this. Is how I was going to wrap up, but the importance of community and how. Um, have people in your life that can that you trust and that can tell you hey like mm-hmm. you need help but also okay that sounds like you need help but no but truly people that will come alongside and say hey this is what i'm seeing in you and i feel like it's gonna it's either problematic now or it's gonna lead to a problem but also people that you trust that you feel safe to say i i need help mm-hmm. and so the importance of that so we're, we'll always encourage community whether that be a small group of of people or maybe it's one person um, but have accountability and, and just be able to mm-hmm. talk and and have those conversations. Yeah, I <clears throat> I was telling I don't even remember who I was talking to. I I think it was Ashley Bennett in our office, but I was telling her that um, that it's amazing how many people come to me like in a weekend after service how many people come to me now knowing I just had back surgery telling me about their pain and Mm -hmm. their surgeries Mm -hmm. and what's going on in their bodies. And, uh, you know, we relate to those things, but, but the one thing I tell people is like, listen, I, I believe that God can heal us. I believe that he he can be our healer, but he also equips, um, people like you, Jeannie and, um, other medical professionals and nutritionists mm-hmm. and personal trainers and mm-hmm. <laughs> massage therapists and, mm-hmm. you know, all of those different arenas. He also equips um, and and gives you the skill sets. Of course, it was education, mm-hmm. a major part, <laughs> education <laughs> component. You didn't just like... A day or two. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people think chiropractors are quacks. Can okay, I just <laughs> say it? Yeah, people do. But you like are highly educated for highly, what yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and true. I've and I've learned that. And um and so man, yes, God is our healer and he, he can heal us, but he's also equipped um other people to help heal us. Mm-hmm. And um, not in a hokey way, but in a really practical way. Yeah. And um, and so I'm so thankful for my neurosurgeon. I'm mm-hmm. so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for, um, you know, a dietitian that I've seen. I'm so thankful for functional medicine and all of the things, you mm-hmm. know, because they've all been components that God has used to help, you know, put me on a path of healing mm-hmm. um, 
does it cost something? Yes, it costs time. It costs money sometimes, um, you know, depending on your insurance plan. Thankfully, I have a really good one. But, um, you know, I think that, yes, it costs something, but what it costs if you don't yeah. Yeah. go those avenues is, is it's infinitely more. It's really more. exponential. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I just I think um, I think that I think that we can do a bunch of different things, um, and it really comes down to discipline, and um, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it is discipline is a hard thing, and self discipline um, doesn't sound like self care, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it really kind of boils down to that. Um, are you going to do the things that? you need to do that you know are good for you um and you will you will see the the consequences of those decisions either short term or long term and I can tell the difference in the foods I eat and how I feel um when the holidays happen Mm -hmm. and it's just like my joints hurt um my hands hurt. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't wait for the holidays to be over almost <laughs> to like, okay, back to regular foods. I mean, as much as I love all the other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just, just it's short-term and long-term consequence. One little story. <laughs> I'm only laughing at the, the, the look you just gave me that people can't see, but yes, please I, tell. I, uh, <laughs> What traveled quite a bit in the month of February, all, all ministry trips, yeah. um, and then one, all ministry trips, but one trip with my daughter, Emma, to visit, visit a church college in Nashville. And so, of course, when in Nashville, you have to eat <laughs> good, like, because mm-hmm. they have, they're known for their food. I mean, it's just mm. really good. So... I, you all know I love Tex-Mex and anything like queso or guacamole. Um, and so went to this recommended restaurant for Tex-Mex slash barbecue. It was like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It, it was like a barbecue Tex-Mex place. Perfect, like two perfect worlds colliding. Yeah, right. So wow. they're like, you have to get our friend Tiffany Thurston. So she was a Nashville resident for a while that sings worship at. Uh, she is and so I I text Tiff I'm like where do I go eat she's like oh you have to go to Butchertown Hall and I'm like okay I'm going she said and get their queso and (laughs) (laughs) the best so and she was not wrong like Emma and I were like this might be the best queso that we've ever put in our mouth and we've I've put a lot of queso <laughs> over the years being from te- <laughs> being from Texas. Yeah. All that to say it was so delicious. But I walked away, my stomach blew up like a hard nine month pregnant belly. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable, like I was about to give birth. <laughs> No lie. And I was like, Emma, I'm miserable. <laughs> but it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no way I could eat this every day. I would die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was in that, but whatever it was did not like my body. But, man, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. That, 
I'm having to go away from like, I keep wanting to snort laugh and I'm really sorry. One got out and you all get to hear it, but that's. So it matters what we put in our bodies. Man. (laughs) Well, on that note, no. That's a wrap. Yeah. Well, Jeannie, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, I'm really looking forward to releasing this episode for our friends to hear it. Um, and for those of you listening, I will, I'll link your website so they can, if anything, find out more about you. So, because you were lovely to have. So, um, as always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe anywhere you can listen to podcasts so that you get notifications when we release new episodes. Have a wonderful day.